Are you hosting Thanksgiving, the Super Bowl meal of all entertaining? Are you just a little intimidated? Thanksgiving can seem a little overwhelming. If so, I have just the guest for you, Renee Patrone Reinhardt. She is the expert at taking the overwhelm out of hosting any occasion. My name is Christy Lalonde, and I'm your host at the Happy Hostess Podcast. Welcome to episode 51. I was introduced to Renee by a mutual friend, Patricia Marish of the Preppy Podcast. Patricia knew that Renee was the perfect guest to have on the show to answer all of your Thanksgiving questions. So a big thank you to Patricia. And I'm so excited that you're here today, Renee. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm pumped. Well, why don't you tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself and your background? Sure. So, you know, I am an event planner by trade and I started my first company, Events by Renee, uh, almost 16 years ago. And we do everything from sweet 16 birthday parties to weddings to corporate events. And I started this thinking of, you know, just be in the tri-state area. That's great. But then 10 years ago, a lot of my Philly clients were coming to me saying, Renee, I need a bartender. I know you did my daughter's wedding and it was great, but I just need someone at the house to help me because I'm, you know, I'm hosting 15 people. Um, and I kept getting those types of inquiries. And I have such a passion for the hospitality industry and people who like to work hard and have side hustles and serve others that I thought, you know what, I need to start Party Host Helpers. So I started Party Host Helpers almost 11 years ago. And again, I thought it would just be in the Philly area, but now we're nationwide. We have regional directors all over the country that manage their teams and their clients. And we have 20,000 people in our system that work for us. So it's it's a wild and fun ride. Wow, that is exciting. That is so... 20,000, that is a lot of... (laughs) A lot of helpers out there. So you are well-staffed and able to help people. I just need to get you here to Kentucky with Louisville and Lexington. Absolutely. Well, what do you think first drew you to your love of parties and entertaining? You know, it's funny. I I just have always loved it. My high school friends will even say to me, Renee, you said back then that you wanted to be a wedding planner. And being an only child and, you know, my mom is from Memphis, Tennessee. So I think that I do have some of that Southern hospitality charm. And then my father is from South Philadelphia, Italian family. So if you know anything about Italian families, we like to eat. We like to you know serve food. We like to make sure people are happy. Um, so I think those combinations make me who I am. And I was always the one planning our weekend adventures with my friends, you know, middle school, high school, always the social coordinator of my group. And when I was in college, there weren't a lot of universities that offered an actual degree in this. So I I went the communications route (laughs) and um, eventually found myself in event planning after a lot of years of public relations and marketing. That's funny. I had actually wanted to be, I wanted to be in the wedding industry. I wanted to coordinate weddings. I wanted to bridal store. And um, I started out in communications as well. We all need, I mean, we, that's where we learn organization, where we learn to lead people, where we learn great writing and speak, you know, speaking skills. So I think it's a good start for all of us. It, it really was a helpful start to college. I ended up changing my major later, but that is interesting. We have very similar backgrounds. I also was always wanting to plan the party. <laughs> that yeah. is for sure. So 
it sounds like you have an interesting um, family dynamic too. Um, one person being from the South and one um, Italian family. What was your Thanksgiving like growing up? You know, growing up, my mom hosted a lot of Thanksgivings, which was great. And it was, you know, my immediate family and then my aunt and my Nana who lived in her 90s until she was in her 90s and then um, some cousins. And in the Italian homes, I don't know if you know this or not, but it's not just turkey. It mm-hmm. is, I mean, we would we would be so full that day. <laughs> and anyway, when we got together for holidays. But I mean, so you start with soup, right? Some Italian wedding soup, some escarole soup. Um, and then you move on to like manicotte or um, ravioli or some sort of pasta with meatballs, of course, and sausage. <laughs> And then you take a breather and then you move into the Thanksgiving. And my mom always liked to make her, you know, Southern stuffing that, that has a lot of times hard boiled eggs and ground sausage in it versus just, you know, stovetop or something like that. And she makes a delicious sweet potato recipe that, that she, we still make every year and she makes it too. And so a lot of food. <laughs> wow. That I love how your family really did combine the two. Uh-huh. Yep. backgrounds in one meal. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- that's my next question. Like, do you celebrate in a similar way now or do you have you started yeah. your own new traditions? I've started my own traditions. I, my husband and I have a two-year-old. So now is the time when we're really diving in and creating our own traditions. But I will say before I met my husband for many years, I hosted Friendsgiving with the same group of friends for probably 10 years. Um, and I was always in charge of the turkey. And that was my pride and joy. (laughs) Um, And I love Barefoot Contessa's perfect turkey recipe. You stuff it with lemons and lots of goodies. And that's what makes it so delicious and flavorful and moist. And it's it's the perfect turkey recipe. My friends, every Thanksgiving, like around the time, they're like, what's that recipe you always use? (laughs) Um, But I will say the last two years... And I'm I'm struggling. I'm like, is my daughter going to say mom never cooked Thanksgiving dinner? Our family went to the beach for the weekend. We rented a house just for, you know, it's a fall is a very busy time for me uh, personally and also for my husband's work. So a little R&R and we did, you know, a beautiful, well, we're doing it this year. We did it last year, but we went to a beautiful um, restaurant on the water, delicious buffet, and and I didn't cook at all. <laughs> well, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. But I'm sure the tradition will change as she gets older and I'll go back to making my turkey. Yes. Now, what do you find some common challenges people face when they're hosting Thanksgiving? And you know, it's very, it's super overwhelming. And, you know, everyone says, tell people to bring stuff, tell people to bring stuff, which is fine. And that's great. But there's so much more that goes into hosting than just the food. You know, the table, the ambiance, uh, making sure your oven is hot, making sure you have enough room in your oven to heat everything up. Yes. Packing up the leftovers, making sure your uh, bathroom's clean. So I think people get overwhelmed by those smaller details in addition to the food. Yes, there are a lot of moving pieces mm-hmm. when it comes to Thanksgiving specifically. I mean, this is the one day of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Funny, but yeah. yeah. So how do a lot of people use party hostess helpers to help with yeah. that, those type of things? Sure. So, and I will tell you, when I started this, I had no idea what an impact we can make on families during Thanksgiving time. Oh, Um, I get emails and texts from people who are so grateful and so thankful 
for our help so that they could really enjoy their family. Time is precious and limited, and especially, um, you know, those couple of years where families couldn't get together through COVID. I mean, I think we all really appreciate that now. So, you know, they do anything from setting the table, folding napkins, polishing sterling, making sure that the sides are in the oven, you know, when all the guests arrive with all the food, they're they're taking it off their hands, or if the host has made everything, making sure it's in the right containers to go out or right dishes to go out, pouring wine, uh, keeping the courses moving, uh, carving the turkey if they need it, making sure that leftovers get distributed, the dishes are clean. A lot of times we love to use our china on those days, right? We don't use it all year. Right. Um, some of your listeners might because they're, you know, that's what they value and, and love. But I know I pull out my Lennox maybe two to three times a year, and that's one of them. And you have to hand wash them. You can't just throw them in the dishwasher. So that's another big job for them too. And just, you know, I hear, oh, I woke up on Black Friday and I could go shopping because my kitchen was clean. <laughs> you know? That's a good feeling. It's a great feeling. And then, you know, you're not you're not having your guests or your family members do the work either. They can watch football, they can hang out, they can they can enjoy spending time together. Now, how far in advance do like Thanksgiving, we know that Thanksgiving is coming up obviously, um, and can probably plan in advance, but if we have like last minute needs, um are you able to accommodate that type of thing if it's only like a few days before the event? Absolutely. Thanksgiving might be a little dicier and the price will go up. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But, you know, if you're planning a holiday party or a get together on a Saturday and you let us know by Wednesday or Thursday, we can definitely make it happen. That's wonderful to know. Because a lot of people, you know, think they can handle it and then like two days before might start getting nervous and realize they need help. Or their guest count changes. Oh, yes. That that happens too. People are so last minute with RSVP. That is the truth. If they are SVP. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Well, since you've been a party planner for so long, um, with all that experience, what advice would you give the hostess that's hosting Thanksgiving for the first time? I have a few tips and tricks. Do you want to hear them? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I would go through your your menu, you know, write it down, figure out the ingredients that you need to buy ahead of time. You know, the grocery stores are crazy leading up to it. So try to get what you can done. And even if you space it out into your normal grocery trips, at least you're getting things and, and stockpiling. And then make what you can make ahead of time. There's no reason for you to be making the sweet potatoes that morning or the stuffing even. I mean, these are things that you can make, put it in your casserole dish and throw it in the fridge until it's time to warm it up. Absolutely. The turkey obviously needs to be put in the oven uh, for a long time and make sure you de- you defrost that bird. Because how many times have we waited <laughs> until the last minute for that? And I mean, I remember, I, and this is just funny. I, I don't know if you notice this, but in a powder room, like in your first floor, it's always the warmest, right? Right. It's the heater vent. And it's like that in my home now. And it was like that in my home growing up. And I mean, my mom used to put that thing in the bathroom to defrost because she would wait for the last minute. You know, it's still being its wrapping, right. but it's <laughs> heat in there made it defrost. Um, that is so funny. I've never heard that. <laughs> and I am I'm guilty of just like running it under cold water for hours because I forget to put it out in enough time too. So right. set a timer, put a calendar reminder and and, you know, don't blame me if if uh, your turkey doesn't turn out because you put it in the powder room. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm just kidding. 
So make sure you do that in a timely manner. And then I love, I mean, it's just to take the time and be strategic about what is going in what dish, right? So instead of rifling through your cabinets when when your guests are there and you're on a time crunch, the night before, pull them out, get a post-it note, write what's going in what and label it. And that's especially helpful for our party host helpers too, because then they know. Right. Um, you know, if you're putting your stuffing in this one dish or if you want the gravy boat out, make sure it's out and ready to go. It, it just makes your life a lot easier. Set the table the night before, unless you have a party host helper coming that morning, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, have, if you have a large family and you want to be a little bit strategic or you just want to be strategic overall, it makes your guests feel so important and loved when there's a place card with their name on it. A lot of times I'll just take a little jack of, you know, jack-o'-lantern pumpkin, a tiny one. I think that's what they're called, maybe in white and orange. And then I just get a stick pin and I'll get, I'll get construction paper, make a leaf, write their name on it. You know, have your kids help you get an apple, do the same thing. They're really pretty. They add some color to your table and they make your guests feel important. Yes, that is a great idea. Go and on. then when you're serving, uh, after, sorry, after dessert and coffee and all that stuff, I would tell your guests to bring containers. That way you're not dealing with it or just go out and buy a bunch of containers because you know there'll be leftovers and people love to take stuff home. Smart. And you want to get that stuff out of your refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And I, you know what? If you're okay not using China coffee cups, I would get some festive home goods or Marshalls or online, just some festive to-go coffee cups. That way you're not doing those those extra dishes at the end of the night. Oh, that's a good tip. How does the typical customer coordinate things with them? For example, do they like give a list of the things they want to communicate to the helpers? Yeah. Or so what, tell me that do, process. Sure. So for a normal process for a holiday party or or even just a regular, you know, event, they do have the chance to chat with their party host helper in advance. But for Thanksgiving, we send out something called a Thanksgiving survey. And it really helps. We have the client fill it out. It's quick, but it's things like, where does the trash go? Mm. Uh, what knife do you use? Do you need us to carve the turkey? You know, how does your, which coffee pot do you have? Do you have coffee? Is this, do you want us to help with that? Or, um, you know, where's the extra wine in case we run out? Things like that. Oh, that must make them feel really good and prepared. It does. And it helps the helper too, because they know what they're walking into. You know, is it a buffet or is it sit down? Um, right. So I was just interested in that because I was thinking, you know, you don't want to be communicating all night long about every little detail with no, the we don't have to bother, Right. And we don't yeah. want to have to bother you about that either. Right. So do you have any suggestions or like fun activities for Thanksgiving or any special ways to decorate the table for Thanksgiving? Yeah. So, I mean, we all have pumpkins around, right? Right. <laughs> so make sure you incorporate those before you toss them in the garbage for, for Christmas time. <laughs> uh, so many people decorate before Thanksgiving, which kills me. Thanksgiving <laughs> have its moment, but I know how much fun it is to pull out the, you know, the festive lights and things like that. But, you know, use what you have. I love using organic things like leaves and pumpkins. Maybe you run to you know, your Trader Joe's and make a pretty centerpiece that's just simple. Think about it though. You don't need a lot on that table because you have a lot of food that will go on that table. Right. So I like using even just placemats, pretty china, the place cards like I talked about, or the, you know, the uh, if you use a pumpkin or an apple, that definitely um, brightens up your table. 
Um, and then for games and stuff, I think board games, um, anything fun like that that can get the family laughing and feeling like they're having a great time together is good. I mean, at the kids' table, you can put craft paper down and crayons and let them just go crazy. You can have little crafts for them, you know, Thanksgiving-themed crafts. Even if you just look on Amazon, there's a bunch that you can buy for that. Well, I love that. I know the kids would definitely love that that activity at the table, and it keeps them busy longer because, you know, they don't eat that much. And yeah. that is a great idea. You I know, love- I think that kids like anything that's DIY, too. So even if you had, like, a, an apple cider... Uh, like hot apple cider at the end for them to put like cinnamon sticks and apple slices in, but make it spiked for the adults. I think right. too. Or even, you know, a hot chocolate bar or something like that. I know that's more Christmassy, but no, those are good ideas. I hadn't thought of the spiced apple cider for kids. That's a really good one though, because it's a little sweet and they'll feel like the adults if if the adults are having their own version of it. Yep, exactly. Well, I'd like to ask all of my guests, what does hospitality really mean to you? It means serving others. You know, for many years as a child or a teenager, I did mission trips and, um, you know, with my church or my community, I've always been involved in community service and serving on boards and things like that. And I think that it just, it's a natural weave into my everyday life. And I love giving the people that work for me an opportunity to do what they love and to be happy and to make extra money and to serve (laughs) others because they have the same passion that I do for that. Yes, it's interesting that that you grew up that way and then you ended up with a career that is providing that for people. Yeah, yep. I think about that when I go do crazy weddings and I'm stressed out. I'm like, this is what it's meant to be. I'm here to help. I'm here to serve. <laughs> it's great. It's important to have a, a reminder of that when the yeah. stress hits, for sure. Yeah. So tell me, the why for you then, when it comes to inviting guests over, why is it important? You know what? I like to provide a space that feels warm and comfortable. My friends have always complimented me saying that they love coming to my gatherings because they love chatting with my friends. I tend to attract like-minded people that really love each other and have a great time together. Oh, that what a compliment. I know. I love it. That's, I, that's why I love throwing parties. It's just getting everyone together and seeing friends become friends is, is a joy for me. It is. Well, we know all things don't go always as planned. When we invite people over. I've heard that. I don't know. I haven't experienced firsthand, but do you have any times that you want to share when things didn't go perfectly? Oh, Lord. We just threw my daughter's second birthday party in September. And I don't know about you down South, but it rained pretty much every weekend in September and October around here. Oh, shoot. And, you know, me being the hostess, I just kept inviting more and more people, not thinking about a rain plan. (laughs) We live in a nice house. It's not gigantic, but my goal was, it was an ice cream theme. It was, here's the scoop, Reese's two. So I had all these balloons planned out and I I had a pizza truck coming, a booze truck. I was going to keep it all in my backyard, but it was pouring rain. Oh, I'm lucky my husband didn't divorce me that morning because I was so pleased. <laughs> and I had the neighbor, you know, obviously I got a tent last minute. 
I had a neighbor bring another tent. I had a friend bring another tent just to keep people dry. But my house was filled to the max. I mean, I feel like I'm still putting it back together. But um, it was fun. And the pictures are fun. The kids had a great time. It's just funny to see all these, you know, in the pictures even, just to see all these people in my house. I'm like, oh, it's not what I expected. I expected people eating ice cream from the ice cream truck outside and getting their pizza and just enjoying the beautiful September weather. But did did not happen. (laughs) Oh, goodness. I'm sure it was so fun, though. Yeah, it was fun. And it will be memorable. That's for sure. Exactly. My last question is for, um, not necessarily for Thanksgiving, because you answered that, but what's the one piece of advice that you'd give a hostess that is brand new and, you know, might be a little intimidated to get started? Plan ahead. It'll help you feel more at ease and it will give you the confidence to host. Make lists. Think about the last party you went to and what you really liked about it, what you didn't like about it. Get another opinion on how to set things up in your home, a neighbor or a friend who might be better at this than you. And I think the planning ahead will help you be able to enjoy it. And part and hire party as helpers, duh. <laughs> Especially the in the beginning. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> Just in case. For what you don't know, they will know. And they'll teach you. Exactly. Well, we are at the speed round. Are Love you it. ready? I'm ready. Okay. What is your favorite dessert for Thanksgiving? Pumpkin pie. And your least favorite Thanksgiving dish? Uh, I don't I don't love green bean casserole. Do you have any favorite Instagram accounts that you've been loving lately? Oh god, there's so many. <laughs> I just <laughs> discovered Mary Alice home. Oh gosh, I love her. I know. I saw that she was on your show. I love that. I started following her a couple days ago. Um I <sighs> They're all so good. There's a girl on TikTok too that I follow, Cupcakes and oh, what is oh, Cupcakes for Frosting. Oh. I think she's on Instagram too. And she always has really cute things. Now that I'm a mom, I, I try to um, you know, lean into some of this fun stuff. Is it best friends for frosting? Yeah. Yeah. Melissa. You yes. <laughs> you do, do you know her personally? Um, I've communicated with her and ta- oh. and chatted with her on on Instagram. She oh, I love it. is just very very sweet. Yeah, I'm excited um, that you that you talked to her. I'm like fangirling. <laughs> yeah, I is. love all of her stuff. <laughs> yeah, and she has everything that's perfect for your kids' age. Definitely. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's fun. Okay, do you have a pet peeve <sighs> for hosting or in general? Just in general. Oh, gosh. Not enough booze at a party. (laughs) And I've been to so many that they don't have enough to drink. And it's like, I don't know. They need a party host helper to run an errand. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) My last one is, do you have a favorite cookbook? Anything Barefoot Contessa. Oh, yes. Definitely. I made a chicken chili last week. Well, I haven't made that. I need to... Oh, you haven't? It's good. I've made... I mean, I've definitely made white chicken chili all the time, but not hers. Yeah, hers is different. It's, um, yeah, check if you Google it, it'll come right up. I, I will. <laughs> I will. Definitely in soup mode right now. Me too. I use my Instapot a lot also. Well, Renee, I cannot thank you enough for coming here. I know that our listeners have learned so much from you and tell them where they can connect with you online, social media, and all the places. Yeah, so... 
at Party Host Helpers is our Instagram. We're always throwing tips and tricks up there. My personal Instagram is at Renee Patron. And then events underscore by Renee is my planning Instagram. But otherwise, you can book us at partyhosthelpers.com. And you can always just shoot me an email if you have any questions um, or if you want us to open up in your city. Well, thank you again. I've enjoyed this so much. Me too. Thank you, Christy. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review it on your podcast app. It would mean the world to me. If you need links for anything mentioned during this episode, head over to happyhostesscollective.com and you'll find them in the show notes. A new episode comes out every Tuesday, and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have a great week.